I'm a go-getter. It's the Go-Getter Podcast with Jay Black. His goal is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Success is the only option. Go-Getter is all about mindset. My mindset is, since I'm here, why not be the greatest ever? And it's a win-win situation. Let's say I don't become the greatest ever. I'll become one of the greats. But it forces me to grind the greatness every day. And if you want to win that life, you got to grind the greatness every day. You deserve to live your best life. The world can sleep on you, but just make sure you don't sleep on you. So I love and believe in you, and I want to take you to that next level. Put your seatbelt on. Ride with me. Okay, okay. I feel those three words coming. I'm excited. Yeah. So welcome to the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Ready or not, it's about to go up. That's right. Not down. It's about to go up. Now, go getter. What's a go getter? I'm glad you asked. My logo sums up my message. One finger to the brain, one to the sky. So all I'm saying is with the right mindset, you go to the top. I put the red check next to the brain because everything starts with the mind. It takes blood, sweat, and tears to achieve goals. You're a go-getter. I'm a go-getter. Success is the only option. Everything about my guest today says success is the only option. But I want you to really know who you are, so I'm a breakdown go-getter. Because I'm going to have some new viewers and listeners today. See, a go-getter grinds to greatness every day, aims to be the best version of themselves every day, understands that adversity is a part of the journey to success. So we embrace it. We never give up. <laughs> Success is the only option. So welcome to the Golden Podcast with Jay Black. Before we dive into my guest and everything he has going on, I got to ask y'all, have y'all been doing the mental exercises? Now, for the new listeners and viewers, are probably like, what's the exercises? Well, as you know, we live in a cold, dark world and people are quick to tell you what you can't do. So this is a great way to start your day. I want you to be the first person to speak life into yourself. So when you first wake up, I need three positive thoughts. I share a few of mine with you. Be the change you want to see in the world. Be a great husband. Be a great father. You can have more than three, but at least three. This is when you first wake up. Three positive thoughts. Now, from there, you should be going to the restroom, brushing your teeth, washing your face. If not, we got a problem. But while you're in the restroom, right, look at that person you see in the mirror. And I need positive affirmations. Tell that person, I am great. I am a winner. Success is the only option. So, go over the podcast with Jay Black. Like I said earlier, it's not going down. It's about to go up. So now we're about to dive into my guest. So, before I get into his bio, the mop pole, say what's up to the people. Yeah, you already know what it is, man. What's going on, people? Thank you, Jay Black. Thank you for all of y'all. You know, I just got to holler at the people one time with my, yeah, you know right, what it's about to do. Hey, hey, it's about to go up. Tell you right now. So, <laughs> um, let me get to my guy. So, as a youth motivational speaker and Air Force veteran, DeMont chose to use his pain as power, his struggles as stepping stones, and his story as evidence of triumph and victory. For DeMont, his last name, Pope, is more than just the spelling of his family name. It is a constant reminder to place purpose over pointless excuses. I love it, so I gotta press that rewind button to say uh-huh. it again. His last name, P-O-P-E, purpose over pointless excuses. In spite of his fair share of adversity in his life, the mod learned to tap into his inner strength to become an authority on the power to overcome. Though he is compassionate and relatable, his energetic and outgoing personality is what makes him a very effective and dynamic speaker. So, 
Oh, uh, Rip, I'm going to be honest with y'all. You know, I like to always give it to you straight, no chase. Mm-hmm. Before we even got into this, you see my guy over there, he's sweating because he was over there working <laughs> out. He faced some adversity. When I broke down Go Getter, right, it was a part I said adversity is a part of the journey to success. So we embrace it. We never give up. Success yeah. is the only option. We knew he was going to make this interview happen. Success was the only option. So we had some problem with his camera, and it was just me. It was going to be all black. And even if it was all black and I couldn't see him, we was going to make it happen. But 30 seconds before it was time to go live, when we got, bam, the picture came on. Now y'all can see my guy. Yeah. So I want to I start with the um, Air Force. I'm going to start okay. with the Air Force. Okay, so tell me about the Air Force. Why did you decide to go into the Air Force? Oh, bro. Long story, but I'm going to give you the quick version real quick, man. Okay. Um, growing up with me, bro, I, I struggled, man, severely with insecurity, bro, and, and low self-esteem, man. You know what I mean? I was passive and timid, you know, picked on, bullied the whole nine. You understand what I'm saying? And um, I had a, my uh, my brother-in-law, my late brother-in-law, rest in peace, um, he was in the Navy, right? Him and his twin brother was in the Navy. Um, his family, they were all military uh, veterans. And my biological father, Right. The time he was in my life, I got to know that he was also an army veteran. So I just felt like it was the right decision to do, bro. When I saw my brother in law and his brothers, man, I felt like they were like real life superheroes, bro. They was like they was respected. You know what I mean? They was either married or at least had girlfriends. And I ain't had none of that, bro. So, you know, I I wanted to do something for a change that was that would separate me from that insecurity and that low self-esteem, man. I had to take a bold shot, man. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to sign up for this military, man. And I enlisted and, um, you know, it it started off from there, bro. I joined the military basically trying to find um, stability and security in myself, bro. I joined the military so that I can kind of, you know, basically learn how to be a man because I didn't have that father figure, that role model in my life. And um, again, man, every time you turn around, you see military veterans. Every time they walk around, they put that uniform on. People automatically give them respect. And I wanted that respect, bro. I wanted to be somebody, bro, because I felt like I was nothing, man. I felt like I was nobody. So, you know, I enlisted in the armed forces, man, with the on the endeavor or on the journey, man, to try to right. become a man, right? To, to to get some courage, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? And would you say that you you, you found what you uh, was looking for? Ooh-wee, man. I found what I was looking for and a whole lot more. You excuse me while I'm wiping this sweat. You know, the sweat been right. leaking. <laughs> right, right, right. Man, listen, I, I, I found what I was looking for, bro, and a lot more. And it was stunning. Um, it, it, it was a shocker to me, bro, because... Immediately when I when when I enlisted, first of all, man, I, I was like two days late, man, for basic training. Me and this other guy from Atlanta, bro, because we thought that a, a, a layover meant that you really do layover. You know what I'm saying? So instead of us jumping off the on off the plane in Dallas to get to the plane to take us to San Antonio to the base, we laid over in Dallas at the airport, man. So we got the basic training two days late. So we was already in trouble. Right. And I ended up um, making it inside of the uh, the room where all the the other trainees were at, man. And and, and the, the, the walls were sweaty. The windows were sweaty. They was they was doing them push ups, bro. They was getting disciplined. And um, I immediately had to fall in. And because I also had a short temper, a short fuse, man, I noticed that the guys were kind of cheating the push ups and the instructor was watching. And the more they cheated the push up, the more he would add on. So I kind of spazzed out, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. I spazzed out and yelled at everybody. And then my man called me up to the front. So I run up to the front, Jay, and he tell me to about face. I turn around, I'm facing the people, and 
this thing right here shocked my entire life and it changed my life forever, bro. Because this man told these, these grown men, it was like 53 other men. He was like, from this day forward, if now I thought I was in trouble, right? He said, from this day forward, if Pope tells you to do anything, you better treat it as if I told you to do it. So what that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what that did for me, bro, like I'm that same timid, passive little boy that was bullied and all of that, right? You know what I'm saying? So what that did was instantly made me a leader in the armed forces. Not only that, but it also proved that, you know what I mean? The insecurity that I was feeling or that I was dealing with it proved, bro, that it was not my identity. I just had a little more growing and a little more going to do. So that instantly with him confirming that I had a natural born gift to lead. Now, I had never heard this before, except one time um, from 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 church. But that day it solidified me as a leader. And I've been leading ever since, bro. And I got to press the rewind button because you definitely just dropped a, a, a deep jewel. And I want them to catch it. You know what I'm saying? But I think it was it's important because sometimes in life, People are scared to uh, generally be themselves, mm. but you you had the courage out of frustration through some push-ups to speak up. Yeah. A lot of people be feeling some type of way, but they want to say something. They don't got the courage to say something. And because you had the courage to say something, you were absolutely solidified in what you naturally, your God-given right was. God mm. already had that in plan. So it's kind of funny that yeah. you and your uncles, your brother-in-law, that was the navigating route for you to go to get to the military for you to get that confirmation Absolutely. and then for bam he said he's been leading ever since <laughs> so i'm telling you right now uh it's very important to speak up you know you got a voice for a reason mm -hmm. a lot of people are scared to speak up and by you not being afraid to speak up you miss out on your blessings Absolutely. so that's dope now we gotta now we gotta jump on this question this is what i really want to know okay so we know What's you up, got bro? solidified as a leader so yeah. i will take me to the moment where you said you know what motivational speaker that's this is my calling. Mm. Take me to that moment. Yo, bro, again, when you when, when when your life is being orchestrated by the creator, you know what I mean? Let's be clear here. Nothing that's happened good for me was because of my own smarts or my own courage or my own efforts or ability. It was all God working through me, man. And what it was, I, I grew up, I found I created right an alter ego. Right. Called King Genesis. Right. A rapper. Right. Because DeMont um, growing up was insecure, passive, timid. Right. But I realized that as a rapper. Right. And singer like I was liked and I was respected because my, my military career was cut short because I ended up getting a, a honorable medical discharge after a year of service. And um, I still. I found myself in the military, bro. And, and when I couldn't do that anymore, I lost myself again. So I fell right back into that insecurity. I fell right back into that. Well, I'm a nobody no more. I can't put the uniform on no more. Yeah, I can. I still got, you know, uh, veteran benefits or, or, or whatever that may be. But I don't have that respect no more. I can't walk around and stick my chest out and be an airman no more. So I... I tapped into my passion for music, bro. You know what I mean? When I first heard Tupac as a kid, he became my favorite rapper. And when I learned the words to one of his first, one of uh, the first songs I learned the lyrics to, it motivated me to be a rapper. 
but the strange thing happened, bro. Like I wasn't gangster, so I couldn't do the gospel. I mean, the gangster rap thing, right? I could sing, but I really wasn't the ladies man. So I really couldn't be that R&B heartthrob, you know what I'm saying? So I started doing the gospel rap because I was raised in the church, even though I lived in the ghetto, you know what I'm saying? So I started rapping about those type of things. And I realized that Genesis, which is an acronym, meaning God's youth need education. So I speak, people liked him when he got off the stage. You know what I mean? The, the ladies thought he was cute. You know what I'm saying? So he was somebody but everywhere i went bro to do music some type of way fashion or form i ended up speaking right i would be the special guest you know myself along with the artist that was signed to my company we would show up to an event and i would either end up emceeing the event or we show up at a church to do a performance bro and the pastor would say well look i got a surprise for you and it was a surprise for me too you step aside, give me the microphone, and boom, you go ahead and preach the sermon. And it's like, although I was chasing music and I was chasing that identity, because I was always trying to find my identity, Jay. Right. And I ended up grabbing a microphone, speaking at almost every music event. And then wow. I got arrested one day, Jay. I got arrested one day, years ago. And I was in jail, bro. And I was about maybe 24 years old. And we come out into the day room and, you know, everybody's swapping stories and talking about, you know, things they've encountered. And, bro, he was this 64 year old man. And now I'm 24. He's 64. So he's 40 years my elder. Right. And he looks at me, man, and he stops me one day and he says, young blood, he says, you've survived more things than I've ever seen in my 64 years of living. He said, you got a calling on your life, young blood. And he said, it ain't in here. And he said, make me one promise. He looked me in my eyes, bro, in front of all those men. He said, look, when you get out of here, make me a promise that you will not come back in here and that you will tell your story. Mm. And I made him that promise, bro. And, and by the grace of God, I've been able to keep that promise because now everywhere I go, every chance I get, I'm hollering, yeah. And I'm feeding sure. people. <laughs> That's what it do. That's what it do. And I think um, I tell this often to people, um, God works through people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So as unfortunate that situation was, I'm pretty sure that that voice, that moment, because you're speaking about it years later, that 64-year-old gentleman, that was God speaking through him. Yeah. And you haven't returned. So that's powerful. And also, they say if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. You know, so come on, bro. he was actually going to do music every time you were speaking. It's kind of funny because with me, I've been in performing arts schools my whole life. So between singing and rapping, I've always been on stage and acting. So wow. got a connection there. My man. And I still even carry on. I do motivational speak. I got two motivational speaking albums. And on the hook, I'm rapping and I'm singing. You know what I'm saying? So continue to turn it on. You know, just carry this something different. But um, I think that I'm glad that you didn't ignore the voice. A lot of people try to ignore it because they want to mm -hmm. do what they want to do instead of what God is calling them to do. Yeah. And also that creates misery as well. Because you just fight so hard because you think, but you got to think about it, okay? You said every performance, you end up singing. That's the sign. He kept giving you a sign. He kept giving you a sign. Eventually, he was you was knocking the door so hard. You're like, hold on, okay, okay, God, I hear you. I hear you. That's what happened. You know, exactly. I, I know. I'm pretty sure that the preacher had, had to give you the mic because of the energy. Our friend, he felt the energy. It's like yeah. you know, what I'm saying after a while, you just came undeniable. So that's yeah. dope. That's dope. Now I want to know. So that's a calling for us, motivational speaking. Right. Okay. Now we all had that moment when somebody says, you know what? Your message did this or your mm -hmm. your words did that. Take me to that moment because that mm -hmm. right there is a whole nother type of confirmation, you know, yeah, that you're yeah. in the right direction. Because it can be tough 
sometimes, you know, you just constantly just want to do this and you want to serve and you want to get to a certain level. But right now, you got to pay your dues. That's you got to right. pay your dues. So somebody outside of your family, who who was that person or that moment when they say, you know what, your words just really touched me, really changed mm. my life or helped me? Bro, listen, I was speaking, man, at a group home. Okay. And um, I, I would go to this group home maybe once, once or twice a month for about maybe two years. And, you know, these kids in the group home, like even when they reach a certain age, they phase out of the group home, but they still don't necessarily have a home to go to. Right. So I was speaking at this group home. Actually, it was a, I, I was signed under my music company to come in and, you know, be the entertainment. But again, the platform opened up for me to speak. Right. And one of the young men, bro, one of the kids that was in the group home, he walked up to me and he was crying, bro. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, OK, you know, I'm thinking that, you know, he's just emotional from where he's at or nothing like that. But when he told me that when I shared the story about what I went through with my father being abusive and then about him abandoning and then rejecting me by saying that he wasn't even my biological father, when I shared that story and this young man met me in the hallway with tears in his eyes and told me that as I was talking, he felt like I was talking directly to him. Mm. And this young man told me that he hadn't been paying attention to anything that the instructors at the group home, I guess they call instructors. I don't know their, their proper terms. So forgive me right. if you're listening and I messed that up. Um, but he told me that he had been basically combative with him. You know what I'm saying? On purpose, because again, he felt hopeless. He felt like he didn't have a purpose. He felt like he didn't have a reason to exist because he felt like he didn't have nobody. So whether he was in the group home or out of the group home, he just felt like he was hopeless. But when he looked me in my eyes, man, with tears in his eyes and told me that I had just given him the inspiration to make a change in his life and to pursue greatness. And this was his words coming out of his mouth telling me that I inspired him to pursue greatness, it did something on the inside of me, man. So even when I went through my tur my turbulence, right, so to speak, I went through my trials, my tribulations, moments where I wanted to even give up the music because it wasn't going how it was going. I thought about that kid and I went in the studio and I kept writing, you know what I mean? Um, when I step up on the stage, before I speak, I always close my eyes and visualize that boy who is probably an, uh, an adult right now. He may be in his young, young early 20s or something like that, but right. he changed my life because he informed me that I changed his life. So right. that's that moment, bro, that pivoted and made me realize that, you know what? If I don't do nothing else with my life, right? I'm going to impact lives for the rest of my life. As long as I got this voice, as long as I got this energy, I'm going to keep telling these stories that hurt me the most because I found out that day that the stories that I was embarrassed about, bro, the things that made me feel ashamed, those were the things that lit a flame in this young man. You feel me? Right, right. And every every test leads to a ceremony. Every test leads, leads to a testimony. And real That's quick, right. we got to shout out our next level speakers and catter, homegirl, Diamond Angel. Diamond yeah. Angel tapping in. She, she's like, yeah, she's like, love that. Powerful. That's right. It definitely, it definitely is powerful. And I think um, she she made me lose my track of thugs. I had to re, I had to, I had to acknowledge her. Yeah, it's Diamond, good. appreciate Success the only in. option. Right, right. But um, what you was talking about as far as him, you were speaking life into him, but your story impacted him. Mm. And I think that um, one of the most powerful contributions we have to the world, this is Oprah Winfrey's words, is our story. So it's very important that we share it and that we be authentically ourselves. You don't sugarcoat nothing because you just never know what your story is going to do to somebody else. And 
if you every time I speak, I just want to at least touch one life. And people minimize the power for one life. Mm. You got to think about this. Barack Obama, that's one person. One person. Steve Jobs is one person. Curtis Jackson, who's killing the gang, one Come person. On, Tupac, <laughs> Tupac is one person. One man, so, yeah. All you got to do is touch one life. You never know who they're going to grow up to become and how many lives they're going to impact. And they all can start with just you. Tyler Perry was watching the Oprah Winfrey show, and it said it was therapeutic to write down your pain. That's how mm. he became a writer. So by her chasing her dream, it was able for him to open up his eyes and chase his dream. Mm. So our story, our purpose on this earth mm. is way bigger than us. That's why it's very important that we run our race. Because yeah. if we don't run our race, we're going to affect somebody else. They're not even going to get started. That's right. So that's very, very important. So I want to jump into this. I think this is dope as well. So when did you come up with the acronym for the last name? <laughs> that's very clever. I'm, I'm a marketing guy. I'm a marketing guy. Hey. Sales marketing. Because of background sales and marketing, I was like, when I seen that, I was like, love it. So purpose over pointless excuses. I love it. But the way you, you uh, used it with your name, let's talk about that. And, and check it out, bro. When I say that's brand new, that's brand new. Like uh, I, I like I, I just finished writing right my first book right, and right. it's actually the title of the book. And my wife and I, we were just going through, you know, reading through the book and whatnot and everything like that. And I was like, well, I want to make sure that I brand in some way, fashion, or form. I want to brand our family name. Right. Because most of the things that we do today, a lot of the things that we experience, like the Hilton Hotel, uh, BMW, uh, all these type of things. These are people's names that we're buying. Right. They're name brand, but they're named after a family or something like that. So I'm like, OK, how can I make sure that the Pope legacy will live on past me? Right. What right. can I do to to impact the world in such a way? Right. Um, that 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 as long as they remember those four letters. Right. It will make an impact. Like, how do I turn that into meaning? And my wife and I, we was just going back and forth with different acronyms because I love acronyms like the name right. Genesis. That's an acronym. God's youth right. need education. So I speak my record labels acronym KOBG, which means Kings ordained by God music group. Right. So I'm like, OK, P.O.P.E. And I was like purpose over. And then my wife came up with the point. So it was a team effort, right? right? She hit me with the pointless. And then I'm like, okay, excuses. Because in my life, I've always made excuses. Well, mm. my dad wasn't in my life. That's the reason why this is happening, right? Um, well, oh, my twin sister died when I was a kid. So that's the reason this is happening. Oh, I grew up in poverty. So this is why this is happening. My stepdad was a crack addict. So this is why this is happening. I was picked on. I was bullied. I got an honorable discharge from all kind of excuses, bro, to keep me from doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And when I wrote that down and it was actually a, a social media post, I just posted it to encourage somebody, bro. Like I, I took a picture of me speaking and the caption was like, you know, what do you mean you can't? It's purpose over pointless excuses. Oh, oh, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's, what you know what I mean? that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I think that's dope, man. And once again, what if you, okay, on your journey, if you stay in the game, naturally things are going to keep coming to you. You know, nice. I think it was dope. Also, I can't let this slide by. Well, You're looking no. at two married men. Yeah. Wife. Hey, we ain't playing no games. You know, yes, we married our Left queen. fingers in the air, baby. Left right. fingers in the air. Right. We married, <laughs> and we married our queen. So I think that's a powerful component, too, because, you know, with me, I didn't come up with two parents in the household, and I didn't come up with my father in my life. I've actually seen him twice in my life, even though my wow. parents were married. 
my mom left my dad when I was two years old, mm. and I seen him when I was nine, when I was 27. Nine, wow. he was alive, 27 was at his funeral. So with me, wow. I'm big on changing the narrative and my family structures because of the experiences I never had. My four kids would never experience not having a father. So yeah, that married component is very, very important to me. And um, I love the fact you said teamwork, you know, because team, 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 we talk about acronyms. So T-E-A-M, right? Together, yeah. everyone yeah. achieves more. Let me say more. it again. There it is. Together, Come on, bro. everyone achieves more. Yeah, so I think I think um, that's uh, it's dope that you got your wife, you know, really on the, on the side of you, working mm. with you on your journey. So that's yeah. dope. So I want you to give the people some, um, you gave us the acronym as far as that. I want to know some principles that you live by. Listen, man, um, simple. I live by simple principles. Of course, the name, the acronym itself, purpose over pointless excuses. That's that's my main principle. Every day I wake up, I got to remember that I got a purpose. God blessed me with five kids for a reason. And just like you with your four, Jay, like my kids will never know the feeling of not knowing where they came from or their father. So right. first and foremost, I got to realize every day when I wake up that there's a purpose for my existence. Now, the second point is that I have to believe in that purpose, right? Now right. that I believe in that purpose and believe that I'm not an accident right the next one is for me to be true to that purpose everything is about purpose right i gotta believe in it all right now i gotta be true to that purpose and then i gotta be strong i like to say that physical strength is cool but i love saying mental strength is ice cold right and that mental strength and i like it how when you do that hand signal you went to the mind you understand what i'm yeah. saying yeah. mental strength is what gives you and i and others the ability to endure push through push past whatever persecution whatever adversity kind of like the adversity we had when we first logged on and my camera was acting crazy right now right. if i was mentally weak i could have spazzed out like oh bro we got to counsel it it ain't gonna happen or whatever but because i've been working on my mental strength i was able to persevere push through and obviously you've been working on your mental strength because you didn't even flinch you was like hey man success is the only option if we don't get the camera up we gonna find a way right so i found out that being strong that leads me to being who i am Right. So right. after I identify my purpose, then I believe in my purpose. Right. Then I be true to that purpose. Then I be strong in that purpose. Right. Only thing is left is for me to be. And I I embodied that purpose. Right. I am the personification of my last name. I am the personification of my life's mission, which is to help at least. 10 million youth and young adult students realize their true purpose and walk into their full potential. Yeah. Ooh. Love it, love it, love it. And make sure y'all press the rewind button and the audio of this actually will be released next week. So y'all can definitely download it and, re and rewind a couple times to make sure y'all write some of this stuff down because I think it's powerful. And you just led to something else. So a goal for you as a speaker is to mm -hmm. impact 10 million students. Yes, sir. That's dope. And I think um, I'm big on goals, of course. You know, goal, get it. You know, but goals, <laughs> uh, the name of my uh, first book, Goals Give Direction. You know, yeah. I believe that a goal will bring discipline to your life. Um, no matter how toxic your situation is, when you fully commit to the goal, you'll start you'll start staying away from certain things and certain people because you understand that it's going to take you away from the goal. That's right. So goals are very important. I love the fact that you really locked in on your goals, and I see I see the passion from your social media, and I see that you're staying consistent with that. And I love the fact I got I got to salute you as far as your performance on stage. I'm gonna call it a performance wow. because it was really a performance. It was wow. definitely powerful, and you spoke from the heart. I think you can never lose when you speak from the heart. That's why I tell people as far as me, because with me, a motivational speaking, it comes from a sales marketing aspect. 
I was trained in motivational speaking, so it was more of an eat thing. So if I didn't outsell, first of all, if I didn't sell, sell everybody, I couldn't pay for my hotel because I was mm. in a different town. And then wow. to be able to speak and run a morning meeting, I had to outsell everybody. So during the day, they might have got me during the day, right? They might have sold more to me, right? But I'm a go-getter. So, <laughs> you know, my mindset is, okay, you going home, going to sleep. I'm going nightmare. So I'm going out nightmare. You don't care if I high roll you by $1. Back then, it was Jamar the Star. So now, now it's time for the morning meeting. Jamar the Star, yep, he's running the meeting. Hold on, I high rolled him. Oh, no, he, he went night merchant every mm. single time. And the purpose of that was because as you build a team, you, your team needs to see you as the next person in line. So once you master the sales marketing aspect, now you're in a get a master as far as teaching the system and running the morning meetings. And that's where my, when I think of motivational speaking, I think of every time I speak, I think of 16 to 18 hour days because that's how I had to really earn my right to be able to speak. So that's why it's so much passion with me. Every time I speak and something like that, I had to earn it, you know? So I think that when you talk about purpose, everything came full circle with me too. Cause I was I was a 19 year old business owner in Brooklyn, New York, and everything came back full circle as far as me, wow. you know, the um, ET, Eric Thomas is what led me to find out about Jeremy Anderson. You too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. E. You know, ET to go. That's my guy. Go, my guy. <laughs> Man, it's actually started from, you know, Les Brown. Les Brown, my guy, from Les Brown, learned about E.T. Well, E.T. is kind of like an Iverson moment for me. Iverson mm. wasn't afraid to be him. He was himself. E.T. Right. E. was like fully himself in his game. You know, so I was like, damn, I could be me. And I see, I see, I heard the, motiv the Motivation Speaker album. Oh, I can still do music and do this. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it definitely uh, lit a fire in me. You know, and I want to know also, so with me, Tony Robbins, Les Brown, E.T., they're my three guys. Okay. So, so let me hear your some of your inspiration as far as in this lane. Listen, man, of course, I grew up, you know what I mean, back in the day watching, um, well, not grew up, you know what I mean, my early adulthood. Of course, you got to add Les Brown in there, you know what I mean? He's a GOAT too, right? So right. Les Brown, Miles Monroe, of course, yeah. Eric Thomas, you understand what I'm saying? And truth be told, bro, I got to be honest, bro, Inky Johnson inspired me a lot. And it was a trip because after I was in jail, I ended up doing anger management and the um, the counselor, when she found out that I was from Atlanta and that I had went to Crim High School, she was like, oh, so, yeah, you you know Inky Johnson. So I had no idea what he was on at this point. So I'm like, yeah, I know Inky. And I called out his government name. Yeah, I know, bro. I went to school with, bro. We played on the same high school football team. You know what wow. I mean? My jersey was always clean at the end of every game because you so <laughs> I ain't have no skills like that. Let's be clear. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? We was on the same team. Put it like that. Right. And um, I started watching Inky, bro. Um, of course. I found Inky when I was watching Eric Thomas and then I'm watching Inky and then I see Jeremy. Right. So I, I got to give Inky props, bro. So if it wasn't for Les Brown, Miles Monroe, if it wasn't for Eric Thomas, Inky Johnson and now Jeremy Anderson, bro, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. I'd be somewhere still chasing a music career, which I still do music. But now I got that passion back. Right. Because right. now I'm chasing my purpose. Right. So, right. yeah, those are my guys, bro. That's dope. That's dope. And I think it's dope as far as even a connection for, I think, with the Next Level Speakers Academy, we definitely got a great community. Um, some people that's really uh, serious about changing lives. And I think um, it's important that to surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Facts. You know, so I think it's really dope that um, we was able to connect. Uh, certain people just got that it factor. I think you got that <laughs> it factor. 
And as long as you stay stay committed to your purpose, man, you're gonna do some big things in this world. Yeah, you're gonna you gonna go way beyond 10 million students. Ooh, come on, bro. Speaking, you better speak, right bro. You better speak. Let's hey, go. Gonna, I'm excited. You're yeah. over, <laughs> hey, you going way over 10 million students, bro. So yeah, definitely stay locked in. So I want you to give um first off, I want you to give people your social media information. And before we wrap it up, we definitely gotta talk about this book that you said that's that's coming on. You just wrapped up. Absolutely, right. man. All social media handles are DeMont Pope, right? Follow me at DeMont Pope on everything except Twitter. Twitter is at DeMont Pope one, the number one. Everything else, Facebook, uh, Instagram is all at DeMont Pope. LinkedIn, at DeMont Pope, right? But Twitter is at DeMont Pope one. You can follow me there. Uh, my website is actually DeMontPope.com. So you just, you know, look up DeMont Pope, you can find me everywhere that God allows me to be. <laughs> That's what's up. There it is. There it is. Now, you said you about... You just wrapped up the book, so now we about oh. to add author to your name. Oh. Yes, okay. sir. And, and me personally, I know first off, I know the process, bro. I definitely know the process. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely a process. So let's talk about the book and um, what angle are you coming through, through with, with your book? Man, the book is a... Um it's an autobiography, man. It's actually the first part of about a three, three part series. And, you know, I'm just going to kind of walk you guys through, you know what I mean? The struggles that I've overcome and also, you know, give inspiration and, 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 and speak life to you in these series. But the first one, of course, is going to be purpose over pointless excuses. And bro, let me tell you something, man, as we talk about a book, first of all, I'm so honored and I'm so excited and passionate about this because this is something that it hasn't been easy. Like this is something that I've started and quit, started and quit. And you know, every time you you quit or stop something, Jay, you got to build up momentum again. Right? right. So I first made my first attempt to try to write a book back in 2016. You understand what I'm saying? Then I got frustrated. I got overwhelmed because I didn't do any kind of formal training on how to write a book. I just decided I'm just going to sit down with a notepad pad and I'm just going to write. Right. And then you get frustrated. You get hit with the writer's block. I ain't have no direction. I didn't even know, okay, what's the title of the book? What's the book going to be about? So throughout the years, I went back through a lot of those pages. And as I read through them, I realized that they were actually just speaking about my life. You understand what I'm saying? So when we joined the Speakers Academy with Jeremy Anderson, I was checking out the modules when he was walking us through. You understand what I'm saying? How to become an author and how to do the book. And, you know, again, I decided to do something courageous. Just like when I signed up for the military, I'm like, look, I'm tired of being afraid because that's how I felt. I felt like, OK, obviously I'm afraid to write this book. I'm afraid to go through the process. One thing that Inky Johnson always says is embrace the process. You understand what I'm saying? I was afraid to go through the process because it didn't come easy to me. I threw the pen down. I slammed the laptop. You know what I'm saying? C close it up. I'm done with it. I ain't finna do this no more. But I picked up those pages, bro, when they started speaking to me. And then I started implementing the training that we were getting from Jeremy Anderson, bro. And I looked up and all of a sudden I had thousands of pages and I looked up the next day and I said, OK, I'm going to give myself a goal every day. I'm going to write these amount of words or I'm going to spend this amount of time in the book. And before I knew it, man, I looked up um, a couple weeks ago and I had done I was finished writing the book. Now it's being edited and all of that. And the book cover is actually being done as we speak. And I'm just excited about it, bro. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so passionate about it because I really want to allow the things that hurt me the most to help someone else the most. Does that make sense? I'm going to say it again for the ones in the back, Jay. I want to allow the things that hurt me the most to help somebody else the most. So I'm excited about this book. Hopefully uh, my intentions is for it to be coming out this fall. Okay. 
That's great. That's great. And make sure y'all stay connected with my guy on social media as yeah. we show y'all the process as far as when that book delivers. You definitely want to check the book out because my guy, once again, is very passionate about changing lives. Yeah. And I'm definitely looking forward to grabbing my copy, too, because I'm definitely want to support. I you know, it. I like to support the real. And I know you definitely the real deal. So that's what's facts, up. Facts. I'm getting and yours, too. You better know that. <laughs> you better know that. <laughs> and I know it's kind of funny because at the conference, is my first time. So the pandemic is the time when I had to reevaluate my brand, look at everything. So I decided to invest in speakers and speakers. So next level speakers Academy and I invest in author seekers. Cause I was procrastinating too on the author side. I wanted to write a book. So I was like, you know what the guy, it was dope that I was able to have both of my mentors there, Sean Blanchard and my guy, Jerry. Uh, that's my guy. Son. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, it was, it was dope to be in Atlanta. Cause I wasn't even actually going to eventually, I wasn't going to make this trip. When I see my guy, CJ, when I see CJ was on the bill. I was like, I got to see my guy, CJ. I got to uh, see my guy, CJ. Come on, bro. And then I need, I've been able to be able to see my guy, Sean, was definitely priceless, man. So, but one thing you talked about, and one thing I tell people, man, there's no shortcuts to success. You got to embrace the process. It's a process. And greatness resides outside of your comfort zone. Let me right. say it again. Greatness resides outside of your comfort zone. So you got to operate out your comfort zone if you want to go to that next level. Because I'm telling you right now, if you're scared of, uh, criticism. You don't really want to grow. You know, you need people. I think that's why it's dope too about our um, community as far as Jeremy, and he said some real stuff to me before, but they don't. he doesn't need nothing from us. Mm -hmm. So when he's speaking from a genuine place, he really wants you to win, you know, so yeah. you need to have definitely a mentor or two to really help you grow. And one of my favorite quotes is, a smart person learns from their own mistakes, but a wise person learns from other people's mistakes. So yeah, it's smart to be learn from your own mistakes. Be smart, but I want you to be wise. There's so many mistakes that I made, the mop made, Jeremy made, Sean made. You ain't got to make them. You know, success leaves clues. You can learn from us and get to that next level faster. So it's very, very important to always be a sponge. You know, the thing is, life is a classroom. The question is, are you paying attention? So I hope that y'all enjoyed the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. I mean, as you can see, Go Get It Out. You know, make sure you go to my website, grab you some Go Get a Gear. I got the hats, shirts. This new, it's actually a new shirt about to upload on the website with the right mindset. Go to the top. Got gold get on the back. Even got gold get his shoes. That's right. I ain't playing yeah. no games. Yeah. yeah. Got the, I'm excited. Yeah, on the tongue. So grab you that. And even when you're sleeping, I want you to think about your goal. So go grab you a gold get a pillow. Because I want you to be sleeping, thinking about your goals, baby. Tomorrow, I ain't playing with them, baby. Let's go, I bro. Yeah. So, I appreciate y'all tuning into the Gold Get a Podcast with Jay Black once again. I, um, if I bring somebody on here, they're definitely a goal getter and this guy right here is definitely a goal getter and he has a very bright future so make sure you stay connected with him on social media and once again i'm gonna say this i gotta say this it's very important to run your race because your race is way bigger than you there's somebody watching you that don't even know some simple as you just showing up saying great morning on social media every day or smiling or doing your video whatever you're doing your energy your energy is priceless because i'm telling you right now it can change somebody's life earlier you heard him say, the teenager, who's, who's probably a young adult now, he was there to do a performance, but he started being transparent. He wasn't scared to share his story. He shared his pain, and his pain actually freed somebody else. The teenager was crying because it was a relief. He's seen somebody else felt his pain. So understand that you can turn your pain into purpose, and that purpose can actually change your life. You see at the bottom, I put goals bring purpose, and purpose change lives. So I love and believe in you. And always remember, always remember, always remember, only person that can stop you. And before I end this, 
I gotta let my guy hit us with that yeah. Hit him with that yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I love and believe in you. And always remember, always remember, always remember. Only person that can stop you is you. Yes. It's the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Stay excited and stay connected. www.jblackinspires.com.